President Donald Trump met with Senate Republicans on Wednesday to talk about health care. Coming out of the meeting, Trump urged senators to make another push to repeal or replace Obamacare, urging all 52 Republicans to stay true to their campaign promises. Trump said, quote, for seven years, you promised the American people you would repeal Obamacare. People are hurting and frankly, inaction is not an option. We can repeal, but we should repeal and replace and we shouldn't leave town until this is complete. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will push forward with a vote next week to entirely repeal the Affordable Care Act. We talked to Isaac Saul, a reporter and columnist for A-plus about health care. Here's Isaac. Hey, Danny. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I appreciate you taking a second to chat with us. I won't keep it too long, but just had a couple quick questions for you. Great. Go ahead. So obviously, you know, talking about this uh, this lunch meeting that the Senate Republicans and uh, President Trump had, I guess my first question, um, you know, we're wondering what exactly, like if you can surmise, what was emphasized today at the White House lunch when they met? Well, I mean, from what I can gather, it sounds like, you know, the president is doing his best to, to give Senate Republicans an ultimatum that they have to do something, take some kind of action before they go into recess. Um which, you know, I mean, I, I saw that he said something about keeping everyone there, or, you know, over the weekend or however long it takes, which I'm sure is going to draw a lot of criticism since he's kind of known to leave the Capitol every weekend. But um, it sounds like, you know, he wants to force movement, uh, even if it's a vote that they're not going to get for a motion to proceed uh, it's for repeal of Obamacare, which it's from everything I can gather, they don't have the votes yet. Um, it sounds like he's trying to force some action, which which can make for some fireworks, I guess. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of just hinted at this, but I was going to ask you, in your opinion, you know, what do you think will come of it? If you had to guess there, the outcome. Uh, I mean, if if I had to make a prediction, I I I suspect not much will change. I mean, I don't see any way Murkowski and Collins and Capito budge on a straight repeal of Obamacare. I think that. You know, they live in states where they know repealing Obamacare without a replacement is going to kill people and, and hurt a lot of Americans. Um, and I think that the, I see zero chance they budge on that. Um, I think if, you know, maybe there's the potential they add some last second amendments or try and change the legislation of the BCRA and bring it back to life, you know, is probably the only way they have a chance. Uh, of getting the votes. But again, you know, they had four no votes on it as it stood just a few days ago, Sunday night. So it seems like there would have to be some serious work put in for them to change the the whip count that they have right now. And I just don't see how they, they have the time or the pieces to make that happen. So uh, my suspicion is that things will probably stay as they are. I mean, I think, you know, they had seven years to figure it out as a Republican Senate, and if they can't figure it out in seven years, they're not going to figure it out in two weeks. That's a, that's a great quote right there. I actually love that a lot. Um, one more question for you then, I guess, you know, so take into account that, you know, they, they, it's not looking good, I guess, let's put it that way. What do you think is, what do you think is next for American healthcare? Like what is, do you have any predictions on what you think would be next or what a solution could be? You know, I think there, there's been a lot of chatter that, you know, on the side during this process, uh, some some Republican senators who weren't in the working group, the 13 guys who sort of drafted the BRC, BCRA, uh, that 
you know, they've been reaching across the aisle and talking about ways to fix some of the flaws in Obamacare and some of the coverage gaps that are happening right now in, you know, a lot of rural and kind of lower income places across the country. And it seems to me like that would be the easiest path forward. I mean, I I don't see, obviously, with the, the current makeup of Congress, I don't see, you know, some kind of universal health care coming down the pipe. I, it really does not seem like the Republicans can agree on how to replace Obamacare or, or what they want to replace it with. So, you know, my thoughts are that there are obviously some flaws in Obamacare. There are things that need fixing. They have to slow the rising cost of health care. And if Trump doesn't do it, if the Senate doesn't do it, they're going to end up taking the blame for it. So I think they're going to have to find a way to, to fix Obamacare, frankly. Um, and I think they're going to have to get some votes from Democrats to do it. So, you know, I, I think they'll probably do some quick, thick plugs, you know, in the next year or two. And, and try to keep things afloat in terms of the health insurance market and then either hope to God they get some more Republicans in the Senate in 2018 or they're going to lose the Senate and, you know, then it'll be up to Democrats to try and find a way to really push Obamacare forward. Earlier today, we spoke with Amber Phillips, a reporter at The Washington Post's The Fix about the GOP health care bill and Senate Republicans. Hi, this is Amber. Hey, this is Danny with Anchor. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Danny? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking a couple moments to chat with us. Yep, happy to. Um, I just have a couple quick questions for you. Um, the irony of all this, you know, I love the line of, you know, the irony for Senate Republicans, but how ironic is this actually? Did you see this coming? Did we see it coming that, that women, you're asking that women would, would kind of be the death knell for Republicans' attempt to repeal Obamacare? Thank you for putting better wording to my question. Let me rephrase that. Did you see this coming that women who ironically were, you know, somewhat left out of the process being the death nail in the finality of Obamacare? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think from the moment that Senate Republicans announced their working group in May when they decided they were going to rewrite the bill that the House gave them because the House bill is too conservative, um, and we saw it was all men, it, it was pretty apparent that this wasn't just an optics problem where Republicans were sort of underscoring for the world to see um, their their struggles really with diversity. It's also a political problem because the of the five women that they left out of the working group, and there only, only are five Republican women in the Senate right now, most of them are moderates who, who have serious concerns uh, with the proposals that were being floated to, to change health care. And their concerns aren't unique just to being women. Uh, some of them definitely wanted to support the Planned Parenthood uh, clinic, which mostly serves low-income women across the nation, but a lot of them had the same concerns as moderate men. They didn't want um, Medicaid to be cut off. They wanted to make sure uh, that people with pre-existing conditions could still get health care. Uh, so I think aside from gender, it was pretty clear that this faction of the party needed to be included in the conversations, and, and they weren't from the very beginning. Why did the GOP health care bill just not have much input from women Republican senators, period? I personally don't think, and I don't have any 
behind the scenes details on this. I don't think it was intentional on Senate Republican leaders' part. Uh, they basically put together a group of about a dozen or 13 senators and said, okay, can you, you guys can work faster if you do this without input from everyone else. Just, just go write a bill and make sure it's good. Uh, and that group included leadership members, and, and most of those are white men. It included the chairs of the relevant committees like finance and, and health and education, which are men, and it concluded influential conservatives like Ted Cruz and Senator Rob Portman, who are men. Uh, so I think it just sort of happened that way, and it's a reflection of the fact that 47 out of the 52 Republican senators are men. What do you think ultimately would come out of the failed vote? I don't know, and I think anyone who tells you they know is, is kidding right now. Uh, this is, if Republicans can't do something on health care after spending seven years campaigning to do something on health care, it will be a very hard pill to swallow, and, and I can tell you that Republicans in Washington are very concerned that they will be irreparably damaged politically. Uh, that being said, they just don't have the numbers to do anything substantial to health care. Uh, in the Senate, they have 52 members. They can only afford to lose 50 votes. They've tried a couple different iterations of legislation that was a, supposed to be a compromise between conservatives who want government out of health care and moderates who want government to more or less stay in health care. They couldn't get the votes. They had, you know, three, four, five senators saying no. Um, and then they were like, okay, let's just repeal Obamacare and figure it out later, they couldn't get the votes for that. So I think one potential step is to, and this will also be a hard pill to swallow, is to sort of decide not to repeal Obamacare, but to tweak it. And then all of a sudden you have 100 votes you get to play with because that includes or would fold in Democrats who have indicated they're willing to play ball on reforming health care so long as the intention isn't to, to undo Obamacare. 